Are you struggling to eat healthy? You want to lose weight, but you're not even sure exactly what you should eat? You want to eat better and stay consistent with healthy habits? Well, tune into this episode as I talk about what different foods you should eat to lose weight and to be healthy. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy, and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're going to look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. I am so excited for this episode today because this is what everybody wants to know, right? What do we need to eat to lose weight? So we're going to go through this today thinking about food groups and even getting down to some specific foods. So the first thing that I can say to focus on is whole foods. So this doesn't involve a complicated diet. It just involves getting the processed foods out of your diet so you are consuming fewer additives, fewer preservatives. It's going to help you to consume less calories, less added sugars, and it's going to help your body get the nutrients, the fiber, the antioxidants that it needs to function better. And when our body functions better, then we're more likely to lose weight. So whole foods means real food that hasn't been processed, that we know what it is. It's really just that one ingredient. So disclaimer here, if we're talking about bread, bread is typically pretty processed. The grains that we use, the things that they add, it is a processed food, even if it says whole grain or whole wheats on it. So next I want to talk into, does protein help you lose weight? So it absolutely can. It is not a magic pill. But protein is an essential macronutrient that we need. So our body is constantly breaking down muscle and we need to rebuild that. And we need protein and the amino acids in protein to take care of our muscles. And as we age, we're going to lose muscle mass if we're not eating enough protein and if we're not strength training. So you want to make sure that you are getting enough protein in your diet, so that you can maintain your muscle mass. And remember, your muscle mass helps you to burn calories. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you are going to burn doing nothing. So think of lean proteins like poultry, fish, ground turkey, eggs. And you can also do plant-based proteins. Typically, plant-based proteins will also have um, fat, and or carbs in it. So those aren't necessarily bad. Having those can also be good too. So I personally like to do a protein shake or a protein smoothie. And this is another great way to get protein into your diet, but I also combined it with fruit. Typically I like to use berries because they're lower on the glycemic index. I throw a spinach in there. Lately, I've also been doing cucumbers and I can add my protein powder. So I use collagen protein powder and I've also been using Truvana's plant-based protein because I have one that doesn't have any sweeteners or anything else in it that I've also really liked. So I typically also like to add 
uh, my green juice from Organifi in there. So not only am I getting the fresh fruit, the vegetables, the protein, I'm getting those extra nutrients from the green juice that is going to have other different micronutrients. So if you want to try a green juice out, you can add it to your smoothies or you can just drink it in a glass. And if you check the description below, you'll find a code HEALTHY20 where you can save 20% off of Organifi's green juice. They also have a red juice I sometimes do. And they also have gold, which is something I drink in the evening. Sometimes it's a really calming drink in it. So check that out. The next thing I want to talk about is what to eat for breakfast. So when I'm working with my clients, this is typically one area that I like to focus on. Because if you can start your breakfast, that first meal of the day, whether that's a breakfast or later in the day, that first meal of the day off good and healthy, making sure that you are getting enough protein in it, making sure that you are focusing on whole foods, it's going to set your day off in the right direction. If you think about this, on the other hand, if you're tending to eat a high-carb breakfast, that's pretty typical in America. So think pastries, sugary cereals, pancakes, syrup. These typical American breakfasts are going to be rough on our blood sugar, and it's going to be rough on the rest of the day to eat well because you know you haven't. So really focusing on your breakfast, making sure that you're getting enough protein in it. And this protein is going to help to stabilize your blood sugars for the day. Your body has basically been in a fast overnight, so we want to have enough protein so our muscle can do the protein synthesis and keep building. So you can think eggs here if you do dairy, a Greek yogurt that's unsweetened, a protein smoothie. Um, If you do oatmeal or something like that, adding the protein powder or having some meat or sausage first can also help. This next tip for what to eat, you're probably not going to be surprised because it's something we know, but most of us don't do it very well, is to eat more non-starchy vegetables. So starchy vegetables, think of your potatoes, your corn, and non-starchy are those vegetables that are lighter, lower in calories. So starchy vegetables aren't necessarily bad, but we want to make sure that we're focusing on getting lots of these non-starchy vegetables like leafy greens, broccolis, peppers, cucumbers, tomatoes. So typically, not only are they lower in calories, which is great when you're trying to lose weight, but they're also higher in fiber plant nutrients, all these minerals, all these different things that are in it that help to really fuel our body. So the higher fiber content in these non-starchy vegetables helps you to feel full, helps you to regulate your appetite. I always like to use the example, think if you are eating a salad, imagine how much lettuce and maybe other vegetables that are on that. But it's not many calories. So if you took that lettuce away, you took those extra vegetables and you were left with maybe your meat, maybe some seeds. If you just ate that, you're still going to be hungry, but you're only missing that little bit of calories from the vegetables. So you're not getting many more calories, but it really helps you to feel full and really support your body because there's so many nutrients in non-starchy vegetables. It also helps to feed our healthy gut microbiome. So there's many benefits to making sure that we're getting enough fiber that can come from these non-starchy vegetables, also whole grains and some other foods. So it can help to regulate your metabolism, 
decrease your inflammation and also help to absorb nutrients into your body. So this is one common thing I see with clients is that they're typically not eating very many non-starchy vegetables. And one way to look at this is to track how much fiber you're eating. So in my nutrition course, I have a module on fiber and how much fiber you should be getting and some vegetables and other whole food items that are very high in fiber because it can really have a beneficial effect on weight loss. So I'm just going to give a list of some vegetables that are great to eat. So think of those leafy greens, spinach, kale, arugula, lettuces. They have vitamins, minerals, and fibers in them. So you can eat it as a salad. You can put it in a smoothie. You can air fry kale or put kale in the oven and put a little salt and pepper and make it crispy. The crunificus vegetables, I don't know how to say that right, but broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, These have lots of special compounds in them that can help with cancer fighting and very different things. So as we're thinking about vegetables here, it's also good to get a variety because there's many different beneficial effects that I'm not going to go into, but that you get from different vegetables. Bell peppers, getting a variety of colors because a variety of colors are going to have different nutrients. Cucumbers, this is probably one of my favorite. I love the smell of them and the taste and the crunch. Tomatoes are great to add to a salad, to eat by yourself, to add in an omelet. Zucchini is also great. You can add this spiralized to make zoodles. You can bake it in the air fryer. You can also add it to a smoothie. Asparagus is also another great one. Green beans. And think about the different way you can cook these items and they taste a little bit different. Mushrooms. These are not a favorite in my house, but I try to sneak them in every once in a while because the more exposure you have to something, the more likely you might actually like them. Radishes are another great one. Low in calories, add a crunchy root vegetable. Next, I want to talk about fruits because fruits are good to eat too. We obviously don't want to eat just fruits. So I really love including berries, things strawberries, blueberries, raspberry. These tend to be lower on the glycemic index, so they're not going to spike your blood sugars high. And they also tend to have a little bit more nutrient density to it. So those micronutrients like minerals and phytochemicals. And so these can be added to smoothies. If you're having oatmeal or something like that, you can add the berries, but don't be shy. Add some fruit. I also love doing an apple with peanut butter or having an orange. So incorporate fruits into your diet, but making sure that you're getting your vegetables, you're getting your protein in it too. If you guys are struggling with what to eat and you just feel so confused by the health information out there, or you just feel really stuck, you know you should eat and you're not doing it and you're stuck for some reason, I encourage you to set up a free health checkup call with me where we can talk through this because sometimes we're stuck for a reason that we can't see. We know we want to do something and we keep not doing it. And this is where health coaching comes in and can make the difference between being stuck and moving forward. So check the description down below for a link to set up with a free health coaching call with me. And I look forward to hearing from you. So next, I'm just going to go over some other ideas of healthy foods, and this is not an exhaustive list. I'm going to give you guys 10 foods here that help with weight loss, and these are going to include non-starchy veggies, lean proteins, and healthy fats. So spinach and those greens are a great way to get those nutrients. 
If you think of salmon or some of the fish can be a good way to add some omega-3 fatty acids into your brain that help to support your brain function and other essential nutrients. Avocados are a great healthy fat. They're creamy and delicious. You can add it into your smoothies. You can add it on a salad. You can add it in so many different places and flavor it in different ways too. And broccoli is just a great vegetable. Again, like I was saying before, it has lots of nutrients that help with other things that we're not even aware of. So the anti-cancer and different things like that. Nuts are great. They're a healthy fat. They have a little protein and they also have fiber in it. Just make sure that you check the label and make sure there are not processed oils or added sugars to them. So we want to make sure that the whole foods that we're eating are real whole foods and not highly processed. And just like nuts, seeds are another great option. So these are great to add to salads or to make a trail mix. And again, they have the healthy fat, they have some protein, they have fiber in it and avoid the processed oils and sugar that they tend to add to some of them. Chicken breast, it's probably very common in a lot of our houses. We have chicken a lot. So you can grill, bake, saute. There's lots of different ways to make it and make it in a healthy way. Brussels sprouts are another great one and you can roast them in the oven. Um, I recently, there's a place called Salad and Go by us and you can get a salad for like $6. And they put Brussels sprouts on the salad that I get And it's not typically a vegetable I make at home, but it has been nice to have something else and have that variety. Olive oil is another great oil. And this one you typically don't want to cook at a high temperature with. It's great to have as a salad dressing or when you're done cooking. All right, I'm going to finish up this episode real quick with foods not to eat when you're trying to lose weight. So now you got an idea of things to eat, whole foods healthy protein, healthy fats, getting lots of fiber, non-starchy vegetables. So the things you want to avoid are highly processed foods. So think of those snacks, sugary cereals, packaged desserts, all these things where they're adding unhealthy fats, artificial ingredients, and sugars too. You want to avoid sugary foods. So we don't need sugar. So our country tells us there is, I don't even know what it is. They say we can have a certain amount of sugar a day, but it's not really healthy. We don't really need it. It needs to be very sparingly. So getting rid of the candies, the cookies, the cakes, the pastries, because when we start to eat a little bit of it, our body wants more of it because sugar is so addictive. That is why they put it in so many different things that we're not even thinking about. Really trying to decrease the amount of fast food you get, because again, they're typically adding cheaper foods in these. They're adding unhealthy fats, extra sodium, extra calories. They're trying to make it super tasty and not in a natural way typically. Having sugar-sweetened beverages, so getting rid of the soft drinks, sweetened teas, fruit juices, even the sports drinks. They tend to be loaded with added sugars, artificial flavoring, and coloring, so getting rid of that stuff. Fried foods. So getting rid of the French fries, the fried chickens, or the donuts, because these are typically high in unhealthy fats, sometimes trans fats, lots of extra sodium. Getting rid of the highly refined grains. So like white bread, Um, even when it says wheat bread or whole grain, it tends to be very highly processed, and all those tend to spike our blood sugar, which causes us to have cravings. It causes us to overeat. Trying to get rid of the high 
highly processed meats. So we want to avoid the processed meats, like the deli meat that have the additives and the preservatives in there. So read your labels, especially when you're buying like sausages, hot dogs, or bacon, as they tend to add some of these preservatives and other things to them. Getting rid of the sugary breakfast cereals, whether that's for you or for your kids, and opting for that whole food, high-protein breakfast. Snack foods, things the chips, crackers, pretzels, they're high in refined carbohydrates, sometimes unhealthy fat, sometimes way too much sodium, and just really no nutritional value. And really watching the condiments and the sauces that you're using. So typically ketchup, barbecue sauce, salad dressings, they're going to sneak sugars into there, especially with salad salad dressings. They're typically unhealthy fats. So really looking at those labels when you're doing it. All right, that was a lot of information and I don't want you guys to be overwhelmed. So if you know you have a lot to do or a lot to change, I want you to think just one thing to start with. Because really, if you start to just focus on one or two things, you're going to see more success. So you can write it down, all these things maybe that you want to work out, and pick the one or two things that you feel like you're most likely to do, that you're ready to do, and start there. So I encourage you guys to head to my Facebook group, Healthy Beyond 40, or message me on Instagram. I would love to know your takeaway from this episode. And what is that one thing you're going to start changing in your nutrition so you can start to feel better and feel healthier? So go to Healthy Beyond 40, post in my Facebook group what that is, share with us, hold yourself accountable. All right. Hope you guys all have a great week and get moving.